Welcome to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast, the only podcast that teaches men the cognitive mastery and alpha mindset that it takes to become an influential and irresistible man of confidence. Here's your host, certified life coach and international man of mystery, Kevin Ayo. What's up, my brothers? Welcome back to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Ayo, and I'm still in Tulum. I'm still in Tulum and loving what is happening here in the energy of this place. I've mentioned to all of you many, many times before how absolutely amazing this place in the world is, and I will continue to love Tulum, this place on the Yucatan Peninsula in the country of Mexico as a center for spiritual and energetic awakening. What I've noticed here and what many of my brothers have noticed as well is that consciousness awakens here and manifestation occurs more rapidly. In fact, one cannot happen without the other. We cannot have our manifestation occur more rapidly without awakening consciousness. And when consciousness awakens, the power of manifestation happens more rapidly. As you become more conscious, you are able to manifest with greater intention and power, which rapidly drives down the time between intention and manifestation or cause and effect. Now, Tulum isn't the only place on the planet where this occurs. I want you to know that this is not like the only place. There are many vortexes of energy. There are many centers of light that emanate from our planet, and the potential exists for all people in all places. However, due to the nature of collective consciousness, most of the planet is clouded with an unconscious energy that acts like a fog, preventing or slowing the awakening of truth. And I've mentioned this to you guys as well. It seems like every time I go back to the United States, I feel this cloud. I feel this fog, this confusion, this doubt, this fear, this worry. And that's the collective consciousness of those spaces that I'm in. It's just not here in Tulum. There's a much more conscious awakening. There's much more consciousness. Now, let's get into the podcast episode for today. I want to jump right in here because I've got a lot to tell you guys. This episode is another analogy. I love teaching in analogies. I love offering you guys teaching, teachings, truths in the form of story. You guys have heard of all of the stories I've told. You've heard of the puzzle of life, the dream of life, the game of life, and a few others. Today, I'm going to offer you a new one, and that is the movie of life, the movie of life. Now, what does it mean to be present? <laughs> what does it really mean? There are so many ideas around this concepts. People write books about this. People create miniseries around this. People have done documentaries about this. People have even tried to have created movies. There's movies about what it means to be present. There are so many different ways of explaining and understanding this concept of presence. Ramdas, right? Be here now. Eckhart Tolle, the power of now. The here and the now. The moment as it unfolds, without the attachment to the past or the desire for a specific future. For some people, for some people, the whole concept of presence is a completely mystical idea and they just abandon it as some kind of spiritual woo-woo-ness, right? It's as if it's unattainable in its existence, like you just can't have it. Or at a minimum, it's reserved for those who renounce the material world as we know it and escape into a cave in the Himalayas and spend the rest of their life in solitude and meditation. For other people, it is a more practical experience of simply paying attention, but paying attention to what? There's still going to be a paying attention to what? What is it that we're attentive of? What are we aware of when we are present? 
Is it the outer world or is it the inner world? Is it the perceived or is it the experience? Is it the circumstance or is it the thought feeling? And all of that exists in either or. Understand all of that exists in a duality. So I'm going to offer you an idea that while it will offer you an experience of duality, it also allows you the experience of truth. It also allows you the experience of oneness. And for me, this is what it means to be present as a human being, a being of light having a human experience. <laughs> being of light having a human experience. That statement alone might be confusing. So I'll begin there. Brothers, what is the human experience? What are we really experiencing here? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Have you ever asked yourself that question and then tried to experience that question? What is the experience of what we're experiencing? If you haven't ever asked yourself that question, you're probably not listening to this podcast. You might have started listening to this podcast and got some amazing things from it in the first 100 episodes because it was very clear on cognition. It's giving you some very clear tools to expand your experience at the physical and mental planes. If you're asking the deeper questions of existence, then you're going deeper into the work moving past the mind and into the soul, into the source. And that has been the point the whole time. I've been leading you guys on a journey, beginning with cognition and arriving at the source. Thank you for staying with me. Thank you for continuing to be with me at this point because we are evolving. We are awakening. We are moving closer to truth. Brothers, we are humans. We are beings of light. We are human beings. And as we evolve, we begin to remember the basic yet elusive truth. As we take steps towards awakening, as we take steps towards remembering, the universe inspires individual human minds to discover the secrets of creation. Many modern discoveries help us to comprehend the vastness of the cosmos in a variety of expressions that all come back to one power, one field, and that is the field of light. Consider all of the things that work on light, movies, radio, television, radar, sonar, the photoelectric cell, even atomic energy itself are all based on the electromagnetic phenomenon of light. Brothers, here's the thing. Last weekend, I went to see a movie in the theaters, and it's been a long time since I've been in a theater, <laughs> but I really wanted to go. I really wanted to go because finally, the new Top Gun movie was released. Thank you. It finally came out. Now, I'm a huge Top Gun fan. I grew up with that movie. I grew up with the original Top Gun, right? Maverick and Goose, Iceman, right? You guys remember? I was in the Navy myself, and although I didn't fly jets, I still resonate deeply with these kinds of military movies. I recognize the uniforms. I recognize the culture. I recognize the traditions. I recognize all the rituals. I even spent a lot of time in that area of the world, in Coronado and San Diego. So when I saw that the new Top Gun movie had finally been released, I had to go see it. And I went to go see it with a group of friends. In fact, some of our brothers, brothers and, uh, and friends that are here with me in Tulum. What I realized sitting in the theater is many things. Number one, first, this is an awesome movie and I highly recommend you guys see it. <laughs> That's the first thing I realized. This is a great movie. Go check it out. Number two, I realized that the world is spending way too much money on warfare. These fifth generation fighters are obscene in their abilities and their price points. Now, those are my opinions, of course, brothers. I mean, it's my opinion that this is a great movie. You may or may not like it. It's my opinion that we're spending a lot of our tax dollars on these billion-dollar fighter jets that you know are barely used, if ever. <laughs> They're my opinions. You may disagree. That's okay. But what I really want to tell you guys is that I realize that movies, with their lifelike images, illustrate many truths concerning creation and the nature of reality as we experience it. Because the universal creator the creator of the universe, has written its own movies and has summoned the tremendous cast of characters for the extravaganza 
of the millennia. As I watched the movie, I realized that the entire film, the entire experience, the whole movie was being projected onto a blank canvas, a white screen of emptiness from a single beam of light coming from behind the audience in a dark booth, right behind this, this glass, this pane of glass from a projector, this dark room, the single beam of light was creating all the images. It was creating all the, all everything we could see was coming from this one beam of light. All this was happening in the ignorance of the audience, myself included, who was so transfixed with the images portrayed on the screen. Similarly, from a dark booth of eternity, the one source sends its beams of light through the films of successive ages and pictures are thrown on the backdrop of space. Brothers, just as cinematic images appear to be real but are only combinations of light and shade that we see on a white screen, so is the experience we have as humans a variety of movement and color. The illusion of thinking that we are only observing the movie while in actually we are both watching the movie and we are the entire cast of it. All of the universe, all of the universe, all the planetary bodies, all the stars, all the nebulas, all the galaxies with their countless life forms are simply figures in a cosmic movie being beamed into space from a single projector of light. We are lost in the transient and temporary illusion of our own senses and perceptions as these scenes are cast on the screen of our own consciousness by the infinite creative beam of light. What appears for us to be real is actually a beam of light, as if the movie were reality, as if Maverick actually existed in our own perception of reality instead of on the screen that we watch, knowing it to be a movie, because in his mind, in the mind of Maverick as the character, not Tom Cruise, I'm talking about Maverick as the character, in his mind on that screen in that movie, he thinks himself to actually exist in the way we believe ourselves to actually exist. It's like the movie Last Action Hero with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't know if you guys have seen that. It's an older movie, a cult classic. In that movie, the actors don't know themselves to be in a movie because in their world, which is watched on a screen by a boy in a theater, they believe themselves and their world to actually exist. And when the boy is teleported into the movie, you know, through like a, a magic ticket, he begins to experience the world of the movie in which all the characters believe themselves to actually exist in that experience. You see, Arnold Schwarzenegger doesn't know he's Arnold Schwarzenegger. The boy knows him as Arnold Schwarzenegger playing a character of Jack Slater. When the boy goes into the movie and meets Arnold Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger thinks and believes he's lived his entire life as Jack Slater. The boy thinks that they're all actors playing roles in a movie while they believe that they are characters they are playing. In their world, they are not actors in a movie. They are living a normal life of human experience while we in the audience observe their lives on a screen. Do you understand what I'm saying, brothers? Do you understand the point I'm making here? We in the audience may look up at the screen and see that all the screen images are appearing through the instrumentality of one imageless beam of light. The colorful universal drama is simply issued from the single white light of a cosmic source, the one source. And we are both in the movie and observers of it, and both are coming from the light. Yet we have forgotten the former and we've become lost in the latter. With inconceivable ingenuity, 
The source of all things is staging a super colossal entertainment for his children. That's us making us actors as well as audience in his planetary theater. Because that light is the source and it is us. Creation is both light and shadow or else no form or picture is even possible. The good and the evil must alternate in supremacy. If joy were ceaseless, and we talked about this last week, if joy were ceaseless here in the world of duality, we would never desire anything else because we would never know anything else. We would never experience joy itself. All we would experience is one feeling, and we wouldn't know it as joy without the opposite. Without suffering, we wouldn't be able to remember that we have come from love. Pain is what reminds us of what we are. We must experience pain to remember pleasure. We must experience hurt so that we can remember delight. Everything is perfect. Everything is required in order to experience the whole. Each part of the whole is sacred because the whole is sacred. The tragedy that we call death is unreal, right? It's unreal because those who fear death whether their own death or the death of others, are like an ignorant actor who dies in fright on the stage when nothing more has been fired at him than a blank cartridge. Brothers, we are all children of the light. We can never be extinguished, and we will not sleep forever in the dream of illusion. And the reason why I'm offering you this analogy of creation is because the essence of presence is through the gateway of gratitude, which I'm going to talk about next week. Brothers, you are the actors and the audience. You are the main character starring in your own personal movie, and you are observing the movie as you choose to watch it. Your movie was written for you, by you, starring you. Everything is happening for you. Now, I've said that before. I have said that before. Everything is happening for you. Everything. Every. Thing. Every person is for you. Every event is for you. Every plant is for you. Every animal is for you. Every rock is for you. Every image is for you. Every breath is for you. And this is true because you are everything. You are everything and everything is you. You are here for yourself and everything is here for you. We are all one. We are the light. We are the beam being projected and diffracted into our own individual spaces. The breath is what unites us all as one. My breath is your breath. Your breath is my breath. It circulates. Money is the same. Money is the energy of abundance. It circulates. My money is your money. I have it. I spend it. It becomes yours. You have it. You spend it. It becomes somebody else's. We give and we receive it just like the breath. It's the energy of abundance, just like the breath is the energy of life. People are the same. It is all one, circulating, moving in a field of one, in and out, expanding and contracting like the lungs and diaphragm as we breathe. When you look around, you see what is there. See everything. It is there for you, all of it. All of it is there for you. All of it is a gift from you to yourself. You are the light being beamed into the universe, and you are the function of the image the light creates. You see, we see separation. We see differences. We see distance. You see yourself in the mirror, you see another person over there. But that's the diffracted light. It's the same way that when we see Maverick on stage or Maverick on the screen and we see Rooster on the screen in the new movie, yeah, they're in two different places. They're two different characters, but they're coming from one beam of light coming from the projector. It appears that they're in different places because of the light and shadow, because of the changes, because of the way the light is diffracted. But they're all coming from that one beam. They're all coming from the one light. That's what's happening here in our reality. You are the light coming from the projection booth. You are also the actor appearing on the screen. And you are also the observer being entertained in the audience because it is all one. The duality 
is the illusion that allows for the entertainment. The duality is here on purpose. The duality has to be here so that we can be entertained. So that the light itself can see itself and experience itself through the diffraction. Watch a movie. Watch a movie. Any movie. What do you see? Conflict resolution. You see duality. We observe and we see the ups and downs, the goods and the bads. It is for the entertainment of the cosmic creator. It is for the entertainment of the one source. And we are a part of that source. We are that source. To experience itself, for the cosmic creator to experience itself, it experiences itself through our experience of ourselves through our relationships with the other. What would a movie be like if there was no conflict? What would a movie be like if there was no duality? Would you even watch a movie <laughs> that was just people having fun and love and joy all the time? Would you watch that? Really be honest with yourself. Now, you might say yes. You might be like, yeah, I love to watch people having fun, right? But really imagine it. Really think about it for a second. If I went to watch Top Gun in the theaters and there was no conflict, there was no tension between the characters, there were no obstacles to overcome, there was no growth in the skills of the pilots through adversity, there was no point, there was no plot, there was just people flying around in jets I mean, come on, what kind of a movie, what kind of entertainment is that? We want to see, we want to have that emotional experience. We want to go through the conflict and resolution. We want to see people grow and change. We want to see people adapt and become greater versions of themselves. Brothers, we are in the audience. So we experience the duality of what we're watching, but we're also in the movie going through those changes of growth ourselves because we are also the actors. We are the images that the light is projecting. So we are the same as the light itself. So not only is the whole cinematic performance here for entertainment, it is also here for a connection and engagement. We are not passive observers only. We are active participants. Everything is here for us in a form of entertainment and everything is here for us to go through the conflict resolution process of evolution, of growth, of healing, of reaching that highest self. We are in the movie. You see, we are in the movie. We are the movie. You are Maverick. You are Rooster. You are Hangman. <laughs> Those are some of the new characters. But you are also Iceman. You are also Goose. And brothers, when the time comes to be Goose, there's nothing wrong with that. That's a part of the movie. When it is our time to be Goose, we are still playing our part so that Maverick can evolve. Who is Maverick? Maverick is another being. And when someone you know is playing the part of Goose and they pass on from the realm of form to the realm of spirit, they are playing their part so that you can be Maverick because you are always all the characters, because you need that to evolve, to grow. You are the main character for yourself and you are all the other characters for all the other beings of light because we are all coming from the same beam of light. We are all that light being diffracted in different ways for everybody's Maverick and everybody's all the characters. You see, you are Maverick in your life because you're the main character and all the other characters are there for you, but you are also all the supporting characters for every single other being. We are all one because we're all coming from that same beam being projected from the dark booth of eternity. So the active state of presence comes from this realization. That's what it means to be present. You are three. You are the light. You are all the actors, both the main character in your life and all the other characters for all the other people. And you're the observing audience. We are all the beam of light. We are all the light beam. We are all one. That is our expression of oneness. That is our knowing and experience of oneness. We are also in the duality. We are also the duality that exists in the parts we play and the way we are entertained in observation. The duality exists in the way the beam of light is diffracted on the screen of space. Everything is for you. 
everything is here for you, brother. As the beam of light, everything is you. As the main character, everything is supporting your role as the star of the movie. And as the observing audience, you decide what movie you're watching. Now, I think I've made my point very clear that we're the beam of light, right? I've made it very clear that we are all one. You are light. I am light. All things are a projected beam of light into the screen of space. Everything you observe is you and you are it because of all comes from a single projection of one white light diffracted into a separation of color, shadow movement, and stillness. And I've said this many, many times. I'm not, I don't want to go deeper into that into this podcast because I want to talk more about the movie of life. And in the movie of life, you are the actor. One of your roles is being an actor. The other is the audience. We're going to hit the, the actor first. You are the actor, the star, the main role in this movie. You are Tom Cruise. You are Maverick, right? You're, you are the star. You are Luke Skywalker. You are Neo. Choose your favorite movie. It doesn't make a difference to me. Whatever your movie is, you are the star. The movie was made for you. This movie is about your journey, your life, your growth. Everything in this movie is here to support that to support your evolution, to support your experience. Everything evolves you. Every single thing that happens in this movie evolves you. The ups and the downs, the pleasures and the pains, the goods and the bads. Every line that is written, every scene that is constructed, every person that is cast, they are all here for you. Every connection you make in your life, every sound you hear, every object your eyes behold is a part of the process of you. There are no coincidences, none. It is all an expression of you, for you, from you, to you. Not in a way that positions itself for you to get anything. It's not about you getting and getting and getting. It's simply about you receiving through the constant giving of what is, of the beam, of the light itself. Remember, you already have and are everything. You are the beam of light. But as a diffracted star actor, you are expressing yourself through the scenes and supporting actors in the movie exactly what you want to see in order to reveal the truth of yourself to yourself and heal yourself from the trauma and karma of the not self. The whole movie is for you to evolve into your highest self, which is the point of all movies, conflict resolution. It's the hero's journey as explained by Joseph Campbell. The entire journey with all the players in the cast and events in the story are for you. You are constantly being given Everything is being given. You are being given all the time. There's nothing you need to get because it's all being given. The ego, the brain, the beta condition, the mind, that's what says, I need, I need, I need. I have to get something. I'm missing something. I don't have something. I need to get it. You don't understand that everything you need is being given in that moment all the time. In every single moment of this movie, of which you're the star, it's all for you. The moment you say, I need need something I don't have, you're not paying attention to what's being given to you in that moment because it's being given for you exactly at the right time in the right place for you to see it. It's all a gift. It's all an offer. The whole movie is around you, everything in it. It is all there to support your journey, your hero's journey. The judgment, again, comes from the ego, comes from beta condition. The judgment of this should or shouldn't be happening right? I have to do this. I need to do this. The idea of needing this or that out of lack and scarcity, it's the ego. It's the beta condition. When we think the story should be this way, or we think it has to happen that way. The idea of control, right? That is the beta. When we think that it has to happen so that other things can happen, we have to control, control, control. That is the beta. When we think that there is something we need to get from someone or something, that is the beta. Your entire reality that you perceive and experience is happening for you. Everything is happening for you, with you, so that you can grow, evolve, heal, and awaken. 
And that's where gratitude comes in. We can constantly, we can live in a state of gratitude knowing that there's nothing we don't need that isn't being given in that moment. We may think that we need this or that for the future, but we don't know the future. All we know is what's happening. And what's happening is the giving. Exactly what we need in that moment is being given, offered. It's there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everything. Thank you for this connection. Thank you for that experience. Thank you for this person. Thank you for that thing. It's all being given to you to heal and wake up. When we are in it, it's hard to see this. When we're in the movie, it's hard to see this. When you are Maverick, it's hard to know. It's hard to see. It's hard to experience that Goose had to die for you to evolve. There's pain in that. There's pain in that experience. That had to happen for you, but there's still pain. That pain is a part of the duality. It's a part of the growth. It's a part of what's there happening for you. When you are Luke Skywalker, it's hard to know. It's hard to experience that your aunt and uncle had to die and you had to get your hand cut off so you could develop, you could learn the ways of the force and evolve yourself, live into your highest potential. It's hard to see that in that moment. Because you don't know the way the rest of the movie is going to play out. When you've just met Obi-Wan Kenobi, you don't know that you're going to become a Jedi Master. All you know is that here's this guy, he's come into your life, these stormtroopers have come in and they've killed your family. Now you have nothing left on Tatooine. What are you going to do? Well, I guess I'm going to go to Alderaan. I guess I'm going to learn the ways of the Force, right? Like, I don't know. I just know that this is what's happening now. That's the gift and it's painful and it hurts, but that's what happens for you. When you're the star of the movie, it's hard to know that you have to experience conflict in order to find resolution. And when we are in the movie, it's playing out in real life. It's playing out in the now. We don't know what the end of the movie's like. We only know what's happening in the movie in the moment. Be any one of these characters at the midpoint of a movie. Be them right there in, when they're suffering the most. And I know you've been there, brother. I know we all have. I know you've been at a point in your life where you thought, why is this happening to me? Or this shouldn't be happening to me. Or I wish this wasn't happening to me. Or I wish this didn't happen to me. Or I wish, or how do I get out of this situation? Or maybe it's just, you're just thinking this whole thing fucking sucks, <laughs> right? Like you're just in this moment of what is going on. And what you don't realize is that those are the moments that it's still happening for you. It's happening for you so that you can grow, evolve, and heal. It's about you remembering that you are in the movie being projected from a beam of light, that it's all there for you. When you remember this, two things happen. First, you know that we are all one. We're all the light source. And second, you know that in the experience of duality, it's happening for you. What we subjectify is the worst moments in our life become the most helpful and healing moments in our awakening. But we don't know that until we continue to awaken, until we continue to move forward. Then we look back and say, oh yeah, that's right. That's why that happens. So I could get here or they don't, or you don't do that, right? You simply go on living in your victim mentality, in which case you attract more of that experience so that you can continue to awaken. And once you realize that it's all for you, every moment is a moment of thank you. Thank you. The same is true of being in the audience. Remember, you're also an observer of the movie. You're not just an actor. You're also in the movie. You're also watching it. You are here to be entertained by the cosmic movie. Why? Because you and the creator are one. You are experiencing yourself by watching yourself. The creator has set this up to experience itself through the human soul, through the human experience. So while you are living as the main character in which everything is happening for you, 
you are also experiencing your experience as an observer experiencing itself. In this way, you know what will happen. You know what will happen. Brothers, how many times have you seen a movie for the first time and said at some point, oh, I know this will happen and I know it's going to happen here. And then maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, right? But that's the control that we let go of. You watch a movie and say, oh, yeah, yeah, this is what's going to happen next. And you're like, oh, that didn't happen. That didn't go the way I thought it was going to go, right? And of course, as a character, you have no idea what's going to happen because you're in the movie itself. Some movies are predictable. Some movies are not. But that's the way life is. Sometimes we know, sometimes we don't. But what we do know about human life is what? We know it has a beginning. We know it has an end. And we know that in between, there's going to be a contrast of experience, a roller coaster of up and downs. Conflict resolution, conflict resolution, problem solution, problem solution. Being in the audience is also part of that duality. Being in the audience is also being a part of the movie in the experience of the duality, knowing it is a projection coming from the one white light being diffracted and knowing the experience of oneness. So you know the movie is going to have that process. It's going to have conflict and resolution. You may not know exactly how the conflict is resolved. You may not know exactly how the problem will find a solution. Sometimes we like to predict what will happen in the movies, but we don't always get it right. We don't always know. Then the person in the movie certainly doesn't know because they're in it. But what we do know is that there will always be a solution to every problem. We do know that the hero will save the day and get the girl. We don't know how or when, but we know it will happen. We know that even in the deepest depths of despair, the hero will find a way. That is why we watch the movies. That is why we are entertained by the movies. It doesn't matter what type of movie it is. It will always be conflict and resolution. There will always be problems and solutions. So you choose which movie entertains you, and then you watch yourself star in it. Remember, you are in the audience. So it's not just that you're a star of a movie that you didn't choose. You're sitting there. You're choosing which theater to walk into. You're choosing which movie you want to watch. You get to choose the movie that entertains you, brother. Is it a war movie, right? Like Saving Private Ryan or Unbroken, right? I mean, I had those experiences in my life. I chose to enlist in the Navy. I chose to go into the military. I've had those experiences. Maybe it's a love story. Maybe you want to have a love story. You want to go through a rom-com. And I'm really having a tough time with coming up with any names. <laughs> I don't know. I don't watch a lot of rom-coms. Maybe like The Notebook or something like that, right? Waiting to Exhale, I guess. Runaway Bride. I'm not really sure. These are some titles I'm pulling from my memory when I used to have girlfriends that like these movies. So maybe it's a love story, right? Maybe your life is about this love story. Maybe it's a drama. Like maybe you're in, this, in the set of a drama. You're the starring role of a drama based on building a business, like Risky Business or Cocktail, right? A couple, of, a couple more Tom Cruise movies. I don't know. You decide it's your movie. What movie entertains you? What do you want to watch yourself starring in? What do you want to watch yourself being and doing and being that main role in? Maybe it's a comedy. Because your personality is funny. Because you're a funny guy. So you're choosing to watch yourself be funny. Like Stripes or Police Academy, right? I love Bill Murray movies. Ghostbusters, right? It's wonderful. And even things like Ghostbusters. Even science fiction films and fantasy movies and, and superhero movies. These are caricatures. These are extreme examples of real life. We are still seeing ourselves be superheroes, Either way, there is still going to be conflict and resolution, right? There's still going to be ups and downs, even if it's a comedy, even if it's dumb and dumber. <laughs> Look, brothers, my movie is a cross between The Matrix and Star Wars, right? A spiritual movie based on a single force 
living and acting throughout the entire universe where there's a duality between how humans choose to work with that force, that light and that dark, with the addition, when we bring the matrix in, with the addition of a question on what is the nature of reality and how do we pierce the veil of truth? How do we know what it is that we're experiencing? That's the movie I'm watching. It's the movie I've chosen to be entertained by. It's the movie that I'm basically a star role in. I'm starring in that movie. I'm watching myself go through this movie. And all the people and all the things that happen in this movie are moving me towards the climactic conclusion while simultaneously working to wake me up in order to remember the overall truth that I am neither in the movie nor the audience. Those are both forms of duality and the illusion that we are all light, that we are all one. We're just one, brothers. We're just the light being projected on this beautiful screen of diffraction so that we can experience ourselves as light in each other. I'm the light. You're the light. We're the light. We're all the light. Everything is the light. That is the only one truth. Everything else is a part of the light, a part of the whole in its diffraction. That beam of light coming from the projection booth is showing us different images, movements, colors, shadows, shapes, but it's still just light. That's why it doesn't matter what movie you choose to watch. It doesn't matter what's happening for you as the star in the movie that you're watching because it's just a movie. It's just a projection coming from one source. That is what matters. That is what we are waking up to. That is really what it means to be woke, to be awake, to be conscious, to be enlightened, to be enlightened, brothers, to be of light, to be full of light, to be the light itself. And once you know you're the light, once you know you're the one, then you can engage with yourself as the life in both the movie and the audience, and you will be free. Until next week, my brothers, elevate your alpha. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha, your guide to shifting to the alpha mindset at thealphamalecoach.com slash unleash.